Blesso Dupree, playback is planted in the bottom of our heart. Every one of us is born to retaliate. And for the answer wrongdoing and any other response to wrongdoing, we need to change the core of our heart. I think a lot of others deal with it as well. The main thing I can deal with though today is all glory to God. I'm going to go to Acts chapter 3 verse 16. The person to start off with a newspaper as pretty funny, not really funny, but the name of the situation. It states the newspaper as read blah. One dog, brown hair with several bob spots, right leg broken due to auto accident, rear left hip hurt, right eye missing, left ear bitten off by a dog bite, and it ain't too lucky. Far from lucky, but that is from Michael Hodgson. Definitely something in the name. Peter and John were definitely aware of this. So we're going to go to Acts chapter 3, 1 through 10. Peter and John went to the temple one afternoon to take part in the 3 o'clock prayer service. As they approached the temple, a man lame from birth was day he was put aside the temple gate, the one called the beautiful gate, so he could beg from the people going into the temple. When he saw Peter and John about to enter, he asked them for some money. Peter and John looked at him intently, and Peter said, look, the lame man looked at them eagerly, expecting a gift of a moment's money. But Peter said, I don't have any money for that I'll give you what I have in the name of Jesus. So, get up and run. So, as you know, he's about to heal him. And Peter took the lame man by the right hand and helped him up. And as he did, the man took his ankle bones were healed and strengthened. He jumped up, took on his feet, and began to walk, and then walking leaving and praising God, he went into the temple All the people saw him walking and heard him praising God, they realized he was the lame beggar that had been seen so often at the beautiful gate where as he lived now. So as you see, the power of God is unmatchable nor unmatchable. Why didn't Peter and John take the hand of the crippled beggar into their own hands and do this in their own power and in their own name? Why did they refer to Jesus for the healing of the beggar? It's probably because the motive was to bring glory to themselves but rather to glorify the one who has empowered them to heal in the first place. 
really, if our motive for serving is anything other than the glory of God, what we do will only be religious activity, not true Christian nature. No matter what we do, whether it's cooking, turning out great, you know everything's turning out right, you know everything's going well, and you're learning to play an instrument, you know you're learning it quickly and easily, or getting a super great job, or anything you succeed in, you should really be giving it to God. Anything you do, you should give it to So a question comes up, how do we really know what we're doing is what we're buying God? One way that I think of in particular, when people see God and not the servant, and when we're concerned more about God's business rather than our own self, we should be more worried about God you rather than ourselves. Or you go to Matthew chapter 5, verse Salt to the earth, but what good is salt if it's lost its flavor? Can you make it useful again? It will be thrown away and trampled under all feet. It's worthless. You are the light of the world, like a city on a mountain. You are the night for all you do. Don't hide your light under a basket, then put it on a stand and let it shine for all. In the same way, let your good deeds shine out for all the things so that everyone can praise for heaven and Father. There are these out there in Christian ministry that shine like light to the world around them, but the light they emanate is only to glorify themselves and their good deeds. So they may thank God verbally in the public arena. The reality is that they are more concerned about getting recognition and praise for themselves than What I get from that is basically example Facebook. There's all kinds of videos that people watch and they like for the purpose that that person is only doing that good deed just is life, not for the life of God. And that's what it should be intended for. All glory to God. Not rather than Facebook appropriate life. Um, you know, that comes to don't steal the glory and give it back to God Almighty for the long he deserves it. And really, we tend to this one, you must shy away from the attention getting disorders and get people to God. That's basically what all of Facebook videos are, is attention getting disorders. It has to get attention, but not for the person you need to come from. And it's far too easy, far too easy shine the light on ourselves rather than we truly should shine in those situations. 
God. You know, we try to make ourselves shine so bright that God is kind of in the darkness. And that's not the way. An example, you know, when we meet someone great, we tend to think, well, we found them. Rather than God placed them there for a reason to make our life better and to make our life worse. Or, in other circumstances, we messed up, we messed up, and we made them disappear, and God took them out for a better purpose to the life God gave us or given us. So, it's late, and we're going to conclusion here. Wherever you are in life, or plan on doing, or heading, or what great things happen in your life, give all glory to God. Thank you for all the listening. A lot of people are listening. But, I'm hoping out somewhere in the quick 10 minutes. Like this. I'm hoping if he doesn't just not have God in their life, that's something I'm about to post here on Facebook Live, that it touches someone's heart and they do find God. And if I can just help one person I'll be So that's my goal. I'll never know if I do, but I'm fine with that. Thank you for all that y'all have watched. Um, 